Welcome to the Salt Circle Podcast. My name is Hank. With me today is Ben. Yeah. What's up? Uh, I don't know. Stuff. You read comic books, so I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah, man. I am... I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I'll just, I'll just, I'll say what I'll, I'll, I'll do the, yeah. the topic introduction. So the plan was to do, uh, let's see if I can get it all right. Uh, Secret Wars, which was from 2015. Yeah. Uh, House of X and Power, Powers of X, which is an X Men. Uh, I don't know what the term is, but it's like six volumes of each, and the the order is like kind of alternating. And that is uh, like a 12, 12 issues total. Um, yep. Also 2015? No, that's 2019. That 2019. one's really recent. Okay. That's like, the, it's like a I, relaunch of the whole X-Men line. Okay. I knew one of them was 2019. Um, yeah. And then the, the rest of the plan was to start uh, some ongoing Hulk and Venom comics. And those are 2015, right? Those are 2018. Shit. All right. Well, I remember the names at least. Um, I didn't get to the Hulk and Venom ones, uh, mostly because I slept in until like 10:30 today, because it's dark as shit outside. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's fine. Not, there's uh, there's plenty of awful. enough to talk about. With oh, Hulk dude, I'm. I kind of I kind of picked too many comics because I wanted, because really I picked stuff that I wanted to catch up on. Because I've yeah. been fucking dying to dive fully through Secret Wars. Because I've only seen uh, I've only picked out pieces of it before now. Gotcha. Um, and, so and House of X, House of X, and Powers of X people have been raving about as an X Men relaunch thing. Um, I I did Secret Wars first, and yeah. then uh, House of X, Powers of X. Secret Wars was like. Super underwhelming. <laughs> mm. Um, it had some cool ideas, but I think it was it was too much. Um, it it felt like one of those. I wanted to see it as like a movie, <laughs> if I was going to experience it, because it feels like it feels like it's definitely one of those events that that's like really big or something, and. I just I barely have any attachment to so many of these characters and I like yeah. not really out of a place of like I mean okay partially out of a place of of not being attached but because I hadn't been following their stories or anything I wasn't like super attached so at the end I was like why don't we just let everybody die like just full death of all of the multiverses <laughs> that would be cool <laughs> like I don't care just end it here <laughs> But it was it was fine. Um, it it had I. I think it was. Um, I don't know. I thought maybe it would go in like a bit of a different direction. I guess, and it, the the ending felt a little anticlimactic to me. But. Mm. So was Secret Wars like? Was this a a reboot a reboot thing or in, in a start to something or just so in the, the middle? The, it it it's the end. It's kind of the end of our everything. Jonathan Hickman 
had been doing at Marvel and kind of what Marvel had been doing in general. Because so Jonathan Hickman he starts writing Fantastic Four in like 2009, and that's where some of the seeds of stuff starts to get developed. Like there there are characters in here that have sort of just this run of of his run. It 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 it, it was developed over over years because. Like those white costumes with and all the like the kids, yeah. Like like all those characters that are like not explained at all. Like that's all built up as part of his run. Um. And like the the running thing of the Marvel universe leading up to this event is like the multiverse is dying. It's like broken, and then he, he specifically in Avengers starts. Like, he starts writing Avengers and doing this story of these incursions where, like, these universe, universes are, like, meeting up and one of them has to die or they'll both die or whatever. Oh, okay. And so, like, that's going on for a while and then this is, like, the end where there are only two universes left is where this this story starts. Gotcha. And it's the, the main Marvel universe and the ultimate Marvel universe. Yeah. I mean, as as soon as I started reading it, I was like, I kind of at this point like it doesn't it doesn't bother me too much. But I like page like one. I'm like fucking Hank just in his ability to start in the middle of shit. I swear to God, like hell yeah, dude! It's just it it's so deep. I was I just oh no, I <laughs> definitely this is like I threw you off. I threw you off the deep end without a life raft. And I was wondering if you would say anything, but you didn't. So I was just, oh well. <laughs> I mean, yeah. if you had any questions, I would have been happy to answer them. But I mean, <laughs> quite like, just <laughs> I have one question. Uh, what the yeah. fuck? Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. It was Look, like fine. Peter Quill sticks his toothpick in the tree, and then it turns into Groot, and he goes, "I am Groot," and blows up the castle. What more do you need? What more do you need? I mean, yeah. Like, <laughs> there were the legion of zombies that also looked like they might have been remnants of, like, the old worlds, but also we don't get any That's, that's the Marvel Zombies universe. That's oh, the remnants God. of the Marvel Zombies world. The only thing, the only thing that I was, like, actually disappointed by, because it seemed like a really good moment, um... Mm-hmm. I don't actually know his full name. Johnny? The Thing? Right? Johnny Storm is the Human Torch. Ben Grimm is the Thing. Okay. I just got him switched then. Um, when he's doing the, the Kajira fight with what's-his-name, <laughs> and he's like, oh, if you're Susan's kid, like... I'm not going to fight. You do what you have to do. And then just immediately fucking destroys him. Like he gets wrecked. <laughs> that was a great moment, but I wanted it to, I wanted, I wanted like another panel in there. <laughs> like I wanted to drag just a little bit more instead of instantaneous death. No, there's no time. There's no time. There's I no guess. Time, ben. Also, okay. So this is this is um also there might be a tie-in issue that's like just them fighting for a comic i don't know there are a lot of tie-ins to this event bless um <laughs> we just did was it 
I'm gonna get it wrong. Mr. Miracle? Was that where uh, Doom showed up again? Was no, he in Mr. That? Miracle is a DC book. This is Marvel. Where did Doom show up in something we just read? Uh, Doom is of? in uh, Gwenpool. That's probably it. Like, re- I remember in in Gwenpool, we meet Doom, and it, there's like an editor's note of like, this Doom's like not actually a bad guy or anymore right now. And then there's like okay. the Doom bot, who's more like actual Doom. Right. It's because right, of right, this right. story where Doom is at the end of this that he becomes a better, that he's like a nice guy or whatever. Okay. Because his face so, got fixed. Yeah, I, I that was my only thing, like, because, of, of like, obviously I don't know his backstory too much or, like, who he is. So, like, when they're calling him, like, Victor and they're, like, showing his face, I'm like, is this some sort of spinoff Doom or is this actual Doom? I don't really know. No, it's, it's Doom. Okay. Look, the important thing about Doom is he hates Reed Richards. Yeah, clearly, because he wants to bone his <laughs> wife and steal his life. Uh-huh, yeah. Steal his whole family. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's great because uh, Valeria actually like got introduced as being like the daughter of Doom from the future, and Answer Richards, but. Then it was like tied into a story where Reed Richards was trapped in the Doom armor and was living his Doom, and then Wild. the Doom ar- armor started turning, making him act more like Doctor Doom. So I had to fight him, stop him because he was turning it to Doom. Hell yeah. Uh, um, I guess the other <laughs> big thing I had was what's the deal with uh, we had like regular pretty powerful and smart Reed Richards, and then we had, like, evil, younger, selfish Reed Richards, right? Yeah, that's the the ultimate version of Reed Richards, who became a supervillain. Is he? Okay, so, yeah, he's an actual That's like, that's, yeah, yeah, he's just, that's just the direction they took that character in the ultimate comic books, was, like, he became super evil. Okay. (laughs) Um... Like, I, there's, like, more to it. Like, there's a lot of comics about him, but, like, the so, thrust of it is just that he became evil. Okay. I was a little confused at the end. Like, did they use the Infinity Gauntlet to go, like, reset shit a little bit? Or are they just creating their old worlds and going back to the... Because, like, shit was kind of back to normal, but then they're creating the world, so I'm like, did they go back to their own, or did they recreate it first? Well, so so they're using... The the power Doom was using from the Molecule Molecule Man. But they're also using, um... Just Franklin Richards, uh, Reed's son, is, like, able to... He's a able to create universes. He created the Heroes Reborn universe uh, when Marvel needed to sell off the Avengers in Fantastic Four. So they had everybody jump into Onslaught and die, but then they got reborn inside Franklin's Ball and written by image creators or whatever. Like, he's just incredibly powerful, but he's also just a kid. Hmm. Um, so he has, so what they're doing, like, he's like creating little, 
He's a dreamer. He has power similar to the dreaming celestial or whatever. Yeah, so like he, I saw him like hucking things into the yeah. Sky so he's like creating universe, and then Reed is like using the his the power of the Malhuman to then put those into place as like a multiverse. Mm-hmm. So like repopulating the multiverse with stuff coming out of Franklin's head, basically. Because Franklin has like the creative imagination of a child, where he's just fucking making shit. So many universes where it's drawings of people, but their head just connects to their legs. <laughs> yeah, who knows? I mean, so then, like, like the end is of this, where that puts them is like, then they're gonna go explore the the multiverse and see what's what's out there as they're create after they're creating it. Yeah, yeah, and then that also I... slicing back up the molecule man so that he's not like starve he's not like just this powerful bomb sitting there being hungry yeah but what would like the like the spider-men were back like in their in new york or whatever and uh black yeah. panther went back to wakanda like what what happened there that's where i was confused like it it seemed like they went back to like normal things but yeah i think Black Panther rebuilds some of it with the reality gem at the end, like okay. the last moment, because he's holding that one in his hand. Yeah, I yeah. Think that's what's happening there. I didn't. I could read a Wikipedia article to confirm what he did, but um, like, like the thrust of it is just like there's a main Marvel universe, and also. They, like, brought back the main Marvel Universe, but also Miles and people he care about is there, because he brought that dude a hamburger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, so, in comic books, this is called A Crisis, which is really, this is, like, really the first time, eh, it's kind of the first time Marvel's really done it, where, but it, it was originally a DC story, Crisis on Infinite Earths. Where there was this character, the Anti-Monitor, who was eating all the universes. And Mm -hmm. so it was a big story where everything's going to end. But the real thrust of it was DC had done, like, all these alternate futures and, like, imaginary stories and whatever. And they wanted to get their continuity into one thing. So they told this big story of universes dying really just as a way to restart their world the way they wanted to at the time or whatever yeah so that's it's kind of just like a way of cleaning up continuity and starting over but like doing it in a f- fun comic booky way oh that's yeah in, yeah in story wise that's like really the thrust of it so like it doesn't spend much time saying and then the marvel universe is back because fucking of course it is mm-hmm. uh and there'll be pl- there are plenty of other Marvel comics you can read to read about the main Marvel universe being back or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. No. It. It. I think it definitely just yeah, lost like that. It's definitely completely overwhelming. I. I <laughs> which again is a thing I would like anyway, but I also I'm reading this and I basically know everything. <laughs> yeah. I'm, um, I'm not actually lost so. I 
<laughs> the important part is Doom rips out Thanos's skull and his spine. His entire skeleton, <laughs> dude. Like the, the entire skeleton was like attached. Thanos is like, I'm enough, and Doom's like, Nah. Are you though? Like, Do you have an Infinity Gauntlet? And he's like, No. And Doom's like, Well, should have thought of that if you wanted to keep your spine. Yeah, I uh, I was so kind good. of uh, I I don't know. I have mixed feelings about uh, what what's the dude's name? Reese Owen Reese Molecule Man. Yeah. Um, on one hand, I like I I kind of I dislike having this one thing that it all hinges on. Like basically, he just gets to decide what's going on here, and it felt like. Okay, then, like, all this fighting is pointless. But I, this, at the same time, I fucking loved it when he was like, did you bring me something to eat? <laughs> no. Well, then I guess you're equal, aren't you? <laughs> like, that was so good. I had, a, I had a chuckle at it. It was a good bit. He ate that three-week-old hamburger. Just devoured it. Didn't even question. <laughs> um... Yeah, overall, like, like... Victor Victor knew he was hungry, and he never thought to bring him anything to eat. He just kept not bringing him food. You could have had the entire everything in the palm of your hand, but you couldn't be asked to, like, bring a pizza I mean, also, down. Also, he admitted Reed was better. <laughs> he, he done fucked up. <laughs> so, well, you said it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Overall, but I, like, I, I like I, that at the end, it's uh, Reed is like, no, Doom was like really important. He held things together while until I could figure it out. <laughs> did not he? Not minimize Doom's uh, addition to the, like the work he did. Yeah, he couldn't bring it home, but you know he played a role. Also, again, of... also um. Secret Wars was a, a there was a sec, a previous Secret Wars that where Doom also got godlike power, but I but like that's an older comic and like he was like having I don't the problem is I can't keep the comic and the episode of the Spider Man cartoon that adapted it straight in my head. <laughs> I think he was like releasing monster to his dreams, but that might just be what they did in the cartoon and that didn't happen in the comic. Gotcha. <laughs> it's been a while. But there's that's like oh, uh, instead of, you know, the world just ending, there's just this guy in a white suit called the Beyonder who just wants to see everybody fight. <laughs> I mean, that sounds like a good as motive uh, as any. And that's where Spider-Man gets the alien's costume that becomes Venom, funnily enough. Hmm. <laughs> Just finds it out there. The I was disappointed. World. I was disappointed that, like, the... Man, these are the, the dudes who created the multiverse. They just get instantly fucked. Like, I don't know. There's a there's a god and we killed it. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Overall, 
I think I, I felt kind of similar reading this as I imagine I would if I went to, like, see Endgame and Infinity War. Mm. Like, without having seen all the other things and without having that investment, I'm just like, I don't know. Captain America, it's all it's all super serious and super cool, and then he's all like Avengers, assemble. I'm like lame. <laughs> Just don't have that attachment. I think, but it was fine. I mean, I it, I wasn't lost generally. Like so, that was nice. There was just enough that I knew to like figure things out. Like okay, yeah. Thanos. I know him. Like all right, we got. We got Groot. Um, I know him. These, uh, the, these he says guys. I am Groot. Yeah, yeah. He introduces himself, which is nice. More of them <laughs> could do that. You gotta, you gotta read that character page. Uh, <laughs> so much. There would be a, a character if there was a character page for every character <laughs> in Secret Wars. It would all be character pages. <laughs> uh. Yeah, but most of them don't matter. Yeah, no, it's like... I also, I love how Cyclops is there in, like, every issue, even though he dies in, like, issue two or whatever. Yeah. He he dies. He's, like, not in that story at all, but... He's he's in the character list. Crossed Mm -hmm. off. Like, even, they stopped putting in Doctor Strange after a while, but Cyclops is still there. Crossed off. Yeah, oh, that, um, speaking of, that was my other, like, what was the deal with him, like, becoming the phoenix, and he was, like, also kind of a god, except that he just, like, got his neck snapped? What was up with that? What's, what was going, why did he become the phoenix? That's the thing from, that was, like, his secret weapon, because the phoenix is, like, a force of resurrection, and he's used it before. Like the previous storyline in X Men comics was him, it was like the using the Phoenix to try and resurrect all mutants because mutants were kind of dying out at that time. Mm hmm. Okay. But it kind of just doesn't matter for this story because he gets killed so easily. <laughs> yeah. But, but that's just, it is an accurate representation of what Cyclops was like at the time. So, I mean, that seems as good a segue as any. Unless you have more to say. Um. Yeah, like this is this is the end of stories that you, <laughs> comics you weren't reading. So yeah, I, I I I get that you 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 didn't love it. I just I really enjoyed it. I thought yeah, it was yeah. really good. Um, I don't think the art is frustrating because it's really good at stuff like Doom. But not good at human faces. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think it worked really well at scale. I think it worked really bad at conveying emotion in small <laughs> moments. Like, I got, the, not, the O faces, not good. I got some uh, some mainline Star Wars vibes at some points where it's like, I don't know what you're yeah. supposed to be conveying on your face right now. Yeah. But it's a like... I, some of it's I really like, but yeah, like the care human human faces I don't 
mm-hmm. generally. Weird, fucked up things looked way better. <laughs> yeah. The weirder things were, the better the art looked. Um, so that was a little, a little frustrating. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Look, man, there's Greenland, and that's where all the Hulks live. Yeah, the Green Good North. <laughs> I like, I just love all the dumb, that dumb map. <laughs> it's just good times, man. Yeah. So, like, every one of those zones has its own, like, couple issue miniseries or whatever. About okay. It. And yeah, that there were like a, There were a shit ton of tie-in comics that I haven't read. But mm-hmm. kind of don't matter. Yeah. So I just liked uh, Doctor Doom. God Doom is such a. It was it was good. It was it's interesting to watch. His uh, Thor's his army of Thor's. His introduction, like our introduction, kind of to his power when he's just there's like that judgment going on before him and they're in the fight yeah. and then like right when the dude's about to die he literally like lifts a finger that was pretty cool it was a pretty it, good his, his tho- throne is Yggdrasil like, yeah it's good shit that was cool <laughs> alright so uh House of X though Power House of X and Powers of X is same writer Jonathan Hickman, but this is the start of a story instead of the end of one. <laughs> I was, I felt when it came to like characters and what exactly was going on. Maybe it's partially because of like the 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 time skips and stuff. I felt mm-hmm. a little more lost, but holy fuck, was this cool! I liked it. It was it was very good. Did you- did you read the the text stuff in the issues? I'm actually yes. Just curious. Okay. Yeah. Because I had a lot of information was was kept was there to like explain shit. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of it. it. Jakeman, very meticulous. <laughs> it's all mm-hmm. this. Everything is planned out. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I I I got most of it like. I think I I think I got most of it. Probably the the majority of things that I was like a little bit lost on is just because of the the time jumps and mm-hmm. like keeping track of that stuff. But there's always maybe maybe it's just lack of confidence. There's always that like that idea that I'm missing things just because I don't I'm not super familiar with these characters. Like mm-hmm. I I recognize Patrick Stewart character (laughs) i (laughs) i know the name professor x of course i i see you hugh jackman but like Uh jennifer lawrence i recognize these people i don't know anything about them really but i i know they're around so i think that just like I always feel like there's things that I could be inferring if I if I had a better idea, but yeah. Um the the scale of like time that they were dealing with and just how things were presented and like just just how it how it played out and how the story was it was so fucking cool. 
I, I love that. I flew through this shit. And then I was really disappointed that it, it I, there's more, and I, I, I might have to go read it now. Like, I was ready. I was so, absolutely ready. The hilarious thing is that the story this is, this stuff's been building to next is Swords of Sword of X, where every, it's like gonna be a fighting tournament where everyone has a sword. I'm so down for that. <laughs> yeah, so we were dealing with what were what were the the years? It was like year 0, year 1, year 10 and year 1000. Um year 10, year 100, year 1000, yeah. Um, one, one, ten, hundred thousand. Yep, skipping, skipping around, mm-hmm. so, and skipping between <laughs> also different runs of Moira McTaggart's life. <laughs> yeah, also that layered on top of it. <laughs> yes, so like it was, <laughs> which I understood. Like if I was lost, yeah. I'm like shit. Which version of this are we in now? But like. It was, it's one of those weird things, like, I know where I'm lost. <laughs> mm-hmm. Look, he's got a helpful map. If you just look at the Mormon McTaggart timeline. Yeah, yeah. You can maybe figure it out. Is she married to Apocalypse here? <laughs> then that's... That's life nine? <laughs> uh, so... But, yeah, so... and. Uh, what like with the big thing with the story is Moira McTaggart, previously X Men character, never was never described as a mutant before. It was not. That is a new idea for this story that she is a mutant who has relived all these past lives. And it's interesting that like I didn't know if what they were doing, but they do. They're mapping this directly onto. That Life 10 has always been, like, the the, the X-Men continuity that exists. So, that like, it's, it's... This has always been the plan or whatever. Okay. It's kind of how so, they're doing it. So, that's actually the, the thing I didn't fully get. Of course, we have all these, these attempts and stuff. And really, it felt like a super awesome, much better... Uh, the hell is that Tom Cruise movie? Edge of Tomorrow? <laughs> it was like yeah, a edge of tomorrow, a, a better version of that. Yeah, Groundhog Day felt a little different. Obviously, there's the comparison, but it's not like that's what edge, edge of tomorrow is. The action movie Groundhog Day, and then you have the horror movie yeah, Groundhog yeah. Day is Happy Death Day. Oh, that one I don't know. I know I recognize the name, but I don't know the yeah. name. Anyway. I didn't, so like they're trying all this stuff and, um, what's, I'm just trying to think of like how to, <laughs> so what do we, did I miss like what the plan is when, when all of this comes to, comes to an end? Cause they're like, yeah, this time we're going to do whatever. And it seemed like they were getting ready to just like slaughter humanity. 
but I wasn't it's really no. sure. The the thing that they've like the thrust of the end of this story is they realize they've discovered the true enemy is this other version of like instead of Homo Superior, what it it's like Homo Ventus or whatever. Like it's a there's like an independent strain people? of yeah of humans that like grow artificially or whatever that are like yeah. separate. Yeah, and yeah. That's that's the thing. That's how. That's why mutants don't like take over, become the dominant version of people or whatever. Because there's this other faction, and mm. like for so for most of this, they're thinking like it's robots are the problem but it turns out robots are just like the stalling tactic for yeah <clears throat> these other people to to take over and do the and see that's where i was like a, a tiny bit lost like are those is it like people is it a is it a species that evolves from Homo sapiens, or is it a third branch entirely that comes up after some time? Because I was kind of confused as to the origins of of Blue Boys. I think the whole thing is that what is it? I'm finding the, the <laughs> diagram page. Okay. Oh, maybe uh, oh, pff, maybe here, I missed the here. diagram page. Homo. Novissima, uh, a, ma a manufactured branch of humanity not restricted by normal evolution constraints. Right. Okay, I remember reading that. It's so like they're, Homo, they're like created by like machines. Yeah, but they're so, not but... machines. Yeah. <laughs> so, so like they're not they've... they're not like a. a a part of evolution or whatever they're not yeah they're not bound oh up is this it. the uh is this the thing there's like a note under word under underneath that's like machine can create this and then this creates more machines or sometimes this comes first and then they create machines who create that like it goes back and forth or something something I don't yeah remember. <laughs> okay yeah, so they're just trying to, like... Okay, so their plan like, is to prevent that. Yeah. And I mean, I'm... Probably I want to... I'm not getting divided by the, the, like, titan network of super minds that are connected through black holes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I also... I really like... I mean... Yeah, they were getting... There was a pretty big scope here. <laughs> yep. Um, uh -huh. I also really like the idea of... Uh, what the hell is her name? Destiny? Uh, the precog mutant who yeah. was like, well, now I know this. I, I got a little turned around on that one. I felt like, you know, the thing in Awesome Powers where they're explaining the time <laughs> thing uh -huh. is like goes cross-eyed. I'm like... Wait. Okay, but no, she knows. I know that you know. I, you know I'm, that I know. I, I was so okay. So let me see. So uh, what's main chick's name? Moira. 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 
Yeah. Uh, so Moira knows, obviously. Like, anything... that That's easy. I, I get that. What she encounters in her life, and then she dies, um, she will retain. So that's pretty, pretty simple. Yeah, as uh, long as she's over the age of 13 when she dies. Yeah, yeah. Um... So that was that was easy. Destiny, I didn't, I didn't get that one. I didn't get how she would then know things. She just had her mutant power was precognition, so she just would know everything Moira was gonna do before Moira did it. Was there something even, with like even though more and it would change based on what Moira was gonna do because of what lives Moira had lived. Okay. Gotcha. So... <clears throat> but wouldn't she know, like, there was something about, like, if we meet, right? Like, if, if you meet me... Well, I, it's I just know. that Destiny is, like, if I ever meet, if I meet you again and I see what you're doing is bad... Or like is gonna be bad for mutants. I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> right. Okay. Like. Like her. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't like the. <laughs> I didn't get the how they how they explained it. Like I didn't fully grasp the specifics. But later on, when uh, near the very end, when she's like, "No, no precog mutants. Like that's that's bad." Um, mm-hmm. I understood that, like, that's, you know, okay, no future, and that, isn't that just because, like, the, the time space, like, the Titan thing is, like, space and time, or, like, this ascension thing? I don't know, that, I actually, I'm not sure why she, at that point. I think it's because... I know, okay, so when the, uh, when the new, when blue humans, which is a better scientific name for them, uh, when they were going to ascend, and it, it, like, seeing if they'd be accepted, because it's only non-organic matter or something, but there was that, the mutant preservation, and then the, the, the thing said, like, or the person, I guess, uh, told told Moira and Wolverine that if if uh, if they ascend, like if the if the person ascends, the librarian that's that's the title. If the librarian ascends, then even if Moira dies, like it won't matter because she'll be like the this this uh this entity. I forget I forget what level it was. If it was like the stronghold or the dominion, it wasn't that. It was the the lower one. But they would know that, uh, like, they would, they have, I think it, like, extends across space and time, so they would, like, be aware of her, and they wouldn't mm-hmm. allow her to, like, get farther, so. Yeah. Something. I, I, I think it's also, why... like, when she, if she dies, then that resets. But that's, like, <laughs> it's the end of the timeline, too. Yeah. The mutant power. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe know, the yeah the precog thing is still I don't don't fully get because at first I thought Destiny was just like a a traitor mutant who didn't want them to succeed, but no, I mean well at the 
at first she's introduced as because that's back when Moira's goal is to like cure mutants, <laughs> to like make a cure. Ah, uh, right, she right. Hates mutants. She she sees them as like a sickness. Right, that's when she had the thing, and, and she was like, okay, it will, it, it, like, if it starts as voluntary, then it will immediately become forced on them by humanity. Right, right, right. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and okay. Destiny, like, basically is like, you need to start thinking about how to help mutants, or I'm just going to murder you every time. And you have limited yeah. time. You only have so many lives. You're not going to be able to relive your life forever. Wasn't that just because, like, you would get sick of it or something? It wasn't like a literally, it only lasts so long. It was just like, eventually, you're going to want to know what it's like. You're going to want to test the hypothesis. That wasn't the sense I got, but maybe I'm... I thought that's what it was, because she said something like... I, I, there was, like, a bit about, like, whether or not it was, like, fully true, and then she said, like, you're a scientist, at some point you're gonna want to test the, I just remember, like, test the hypothesis, mm. like, <laughs> the call of the void <laughs> will be too strong. I think I it know. was more like, after your tenth time, I'm gonna kill you before you turn 13. <laughs> So you won't get another shot. <laughs> yeah, that was the, the sense I had was Destiny was putting a hard cap on her. Like, if you haven't figured this out, I'm not gonna let you just keep living lives forever. Weird. But I, I'm why though? Sure. Destiny is too involved. She's a minor business. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. It was it was very interesting. Like yeah. I was sucked in. Like the thing yeah, the thing that's I think is really cool about this is like the X Men are as a as a property are like really beholden to the Claremont books from like the like this like giant size X Men number one on from like their first stories and so much of everything about them even into like the 90s and is like tied to that and this is like new stuff like this is just new stuff constantly mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like it's it because if you've read read x-men it, it a lot of it feels like them doing the same stories over and over again sure or it's like doing new stuff but it's so tied into a soap opera that's been built up forever that it's hard to extrapolate. Like the the X Men stuff that came before this in like the the earlier two thousands that I really like is like is kind of it. I like it because it's a running thing that I lo like. It builds on itself, and it's hard to like. Get other. Uh, it, it's hard to get into. Like X Men comics, incredibly impenetrable. Um, mm. Even as someone who has read, been reading comics since I was like a little kid, um, I could never get into X Men comics because the continuity was too dense. 
uh, even as that was like those were the most popular comics in the world. I kind of didn't get it because <laughs> I couldn't. <laughs> they were too. They were too insular. Um, mm-hmm. Eventually, I found it. My my in eventually was like, oh, this X Men comic has Namor in it, and I understand Namor. He's like an arrogant dude who doesn't like wearing a shirt. So that at least I understand. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then I sort of branched out from there and built on that. Um, so like the thing I like about this is just that it's like this thing of like the X-Men resurrecting or whatever, like the stuff's just new. Mm -hmm. Even if the, like, like the idea that the X-Men's future is doomed is very classic. (laughs) That is, that is an intricate part of the X-Men of like. Yeah, the yeah. future's fucked. All the futures are fucked. Yeah. Um. So what? I I don't think it's like super crucial for me understanding because a very vague. Oh, also, like, the art in this is great. Hmm? The art in these two books, I really like. Oh yeah, it's yeah, it's it was stellar. Like yeah. zero zero complaints. Um, it was enough for like comprehension and understanding to like consider that Professor X is just powerful guy who does big stuff. What exactly does he do? Why is he wearing the helmet? Like I don't, I just don't know anything about him. Magneto so is pretty just, easy, but yeah. <laughs> Professor X is a psychic, basically. Like he can read your mind and. His telekinetic powers, the the helmet just increase like theor- the helmet is cerebro, which just is like makes him increases his powers. Okay, like um, like in the movies, it's like he can he can look at every single person on the planet and look into their mind at once when he's wearing cerebro. Gotcha. Um, but in this, then Cerebro also becomes the thing by which he copies, he makes a, like, a copy of a person's soul. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, stores it in the database so that they can use it later. Which is people. fucking cool. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. Fucking life squad out here. It is, it does change the tone of things. <laughs> um, I... <laughs> I just read it, so this feels like a stupid question. Yeah. Professor X and Charles Xavier are two different people? No, that's one person. Okay. Charles Xavier is Professor X. That's okay, just... Xavier so like, for Professor X. Well, yeah, and that's why I was like, wait a second. But I... <laughs> it's one of those... The, the fucking click in my mind was like, did I... Were they in the same comic panels together? <laughs> Were they ever in the same room? <laughs> like, I don't think. Well, because because sometimes when we see him, he's like in the wheelchair, and then other time, like when when he when he's professor, he's like standing, and I I just like it was throwing me off thinking about it in yeah. hindsight. Mm-hmm. I'm probably just bunching yeah. timelines together. <laughs> is yeah. what's yeah, going yeah. on? Again, like like. Secret Wars, though, I will say this, like, this stuff is more, is, Hickman's more about planning and big ideas 
than he is necessarily about like good at emotional story driven like character driven story (laughs) sure well i mean um based on shit we've watched that's perfect for me (laughs) (laughs) uh that's just the the kind of the writer he is he's big planner guy yeah um so which is again less a little less appealing to me personally even though i really like his stuff generally but he can leave me a little cold sometimes with some of his other some of his other stuff like some of the build up for secret wars stuff was less interesting to me than some other stuff but mm-hmm. you know when he gets to the high spectacle part of it i'm i'm definitely in fuck yeah and, and like his like big ideas has kind of been about his whole thing like that that first issue of fantastic 4 he wrote introduced like the count it's like the council of reeds which is like the thing rick and morty ripped off with the council of ricks yeah like, that was that was he came out swinging in his 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 fantastic four thing with like reed richards builds a machine that takes him to the world where there are all the other reed richards and like the leaders all have their own infinity gauntlets <laughs> hell yeah <clears throat> And then, like, over, like, the next four issues, that whole council's destroyed. <laughs> like, the Celestials come and murder all of them. <laughs> right. Basically. <laughs> and Reed's like, uh, I should... Being a better person doesn't mean being a better scientist. It means I should be, you know, a better husband and father. <laughs> That's how that, that, like, story ends. It's like, Sure. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, man. So I don't know. There's still, there's still stuff about the X-Men comic. This is one of those things where I heard everyone, like, this has gotten, like, a lot of acclaim, this run of X-Men, and I'm still a little partial to X-Men stuff that came before this. That's harder to parse because it's all it was all built on top of each other basically up until like the secret war stuff. And it's, it, it annoyingly, it like coincides with Marvel deciding it didn't care about X-Men comics cause they didn't own X-Men movies. But now that it, ca- it owns X-Men movies again, cause of the Fox merger, that's why a story like this can happen where like, Oh yeah, now we'll we'll put some muscle behind the X Men, <laughs> and I'm just annoyed that the stuff I liked kind of kind of petered out without a full ending. Yeah, and that stuff was driven way more like Professor X was kind of sidelined in that it was way more about Cyclops. Yeah, what Cyclops's deal? Magneto feel like Cyclops's general deal is just that he's like repressed. Um, well, what's his, is that his power? <laughs> well, his power is he fires concussive laser beams from his eyes. That's it. And by concussive, I mean he fires a laser beam, but it feels like you got punched. Like it's like a it's like a it like gets to be drawn like a laser beam, but really it's like a it's like force. Okay, that's, so that's so power. But yeah, like he's a tactician the... and a leader or whatever. I mean, you get the he's best a, of both He's the Leonardo. 
He's a Leonardo. He's, like the, he's the leader who's kind yeah, of boring. Yeah. Nobody likes. Yeah. <laughs> um, Except. But I mean, think of it from the think of it from the creation side. You get to draw the laser, and then you also, instead of having to draw someone disintegrating, you can just draw a pow effect. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Or they made it. Se- they made it seem like laser. he was way more. I mean, I like that's obviously powerful, but like, I don't. I, from from this, I got the the idea that he'd like. It was seriously fucking powerful like something something spicier that's cool that's cool punchy lasers are neat um what's with the the other the other thing i was curious about just from like a i guess logistic standpoint they have the little the example chart of omega level mutants man what so it seems like a lot of those omega level powers were like telekinesis sort of shit like man but then i think magneto was also on there magneto just mm-hmm. does like magnet stuff right why is that omega magnetism level? you know like the the what he can also make like force fields and stuff Oh, so magnetism. he works with like some electromagnetic shit, like natural. Oh, oh, whole spectrum. Okay, okay, He's not that magnet man. Well, I fucking like the as, only times I, which is the joke I came up, we my friends would do because like there was a magneto action figure that just had a magnet in his chest. As <laughs> <laughs> a thing, a toy they sold. Hell yeah! But yeah, no, he has like complete. Okay. Electromagnetic. Like, there's a comic where he ripped out Wolverine's adamantium skeleton from his body. Yeah. Like, he's yeah, that very makes uh, Yeah, that makes more sense. Is I was like, is cool. Like, he does the he has like the 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 thing with the gun. He can like disassemble it or whatever. But like, the fuck's he gonna do? Steal my teeth crowns? Like. Yeah, so and then he'll like, and then he'll like run them through your body a bunch so you die because you've got all these <laughs> holes in you from there. Like yeah. <laughs> in one of the X Men movies, he escapes from a prison because like, uh, this dude's been shot up with like too much iron into his chest by Mystique, and like Magneto rips it out of his chest and then fucking murders everyone with it. Hell yeah. That's a that's that's an X Men two bit, I think. The best yeah, I've, X Men movies. I've I've not seen any of them. That's I've fair. seen like bits of I only Logan. really like well I like Logan I like. I like Logan, I like X Men two, I like First Class, and I like um Days of Future Past was okay too. Are they? They were like all related, right? Like it was a little X Men universe yeah, yeah, thing yeah. going on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. First class kind of was like a reset, but then they did Days of Future Past, which brought back had like the dark future with the actors from the old movies, and then Hugh Jackman went back in time or whatever. 
Gotcha. Wolverine. So you got to be got to be in it still. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, I don't uh X Men movies are generally kind of frustrating for me. Because <laughs> they could be I just want more. I want I want I want more. I mean mm. Yeah. That's uh well, I shouldn't I shouldn't say that cuz I haven't caught up on everything, but that's that's how I feel about Star Wars. Want more. Do better. I saw that yeah. I saw that fucking quote. I forget what her name is. She worked on whatever like I think uh I don't know if she was referring to the entire sequel trilogy or just Rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. But I think it was just Rise of Skywalker and she was like we're working with nothing. Like there's no comics, there's no there's not an 800-page novel, there's not source material to go off of. Like it's all new territory. I'm like, is it though? Is it really? Was there an exact comic that like Avengers pulled from in the movie? Like they just took it verbatim and did that? I don't think nope. so. Seems yeah. like maybe there were like, some sources you could have yeah. looked at. There's one they like take for a title, but they're pretty pretty loose with the way they adapt. The Marvel in particular, the way they adapted. Yeah. I mean, um, also it's like you're building off, you're building sequels to movies that exist. Yeah. <laughs> like it's like it's not like you're making original IP. You're building. Yeah. I don't know. The, that's, there were that's so a weird comment, but. Because, especially because there's, like, a ton of things that were, like, that had been done in that space. And if they looked at any of them, they apparently only looked at the terrible shit. And nobody wanted Dark Empire. Nobody wanted Palpatine back. (laughs) They did the shit everybody hated about uh, Legends Universe. Yeah. Mandalorian's been really good, so... Yeah, Mandalorian's been good fun. enough that I'm like, oh, <laughs> the, the sequel trilogy is just bad. <laughs> just throw this in the garbage. Build off this. This is a way better foundation. Hmm. Yeah, Yo, man. Ahsoka is fucking badass. Ahsoka is my favorite Star Wars well, character. You should watch the last episode of Mandalorian. Yeah, no. You should watch Clone Wars and Rebels and read the Ahsoka Tano novel. No. Boom. <laughs> not doing that. That wow. show has Jar Jar Binks in it. So Hold up. Did you even uh, did you even watch the season seven? No. This guy. Does season seven should... have Jar Jar Binks in it. No, it does not. Okay. They the last. Um, you don't even need to watch all of it. I forget where it even starts, but, like, the last four episodes of season seven are, like, when they tie in to, uh, episode three. The problem is, I don't like like episode three either, so that's not interesting Okay, but, like, like, the other, you're not, I mean, you're not following, (laughs) we don't get to see cartoon Anakin slaughter younglings. Oh, Um, fucking why not? (laughs) Because Why are they denying the people what they want? 
Well, we're busy dealing with feels. Yeah. Yeah. That was, uh, that, that bit was, like, was very good. Yeah, dude, Ahsoka is, is dope. I don't know. I hear I hear murmurings about like what's happening and and all that shit. Someone wrote a like a a three three or four page thing on the the in depth Star Wars subreddit about like I don't know, just referencing some shit with like the Empire and then stuff with uh You could just watch the T V show <laughs> instead of reading Wikipedia. Oh no or no! Now we Reddit could... posts about it. Well, I just see it, you know, like I'm scrolling. I'm gonna watch it. I just I'm following my heart. Shake, shaking my head. Yep, that's I, that's fine. I followed my heart into not watching Clone Wars. I'm pretty okay about with it. I mean, I'm going to watch it. I just don't like. I even I have them downloaded even, and I have time. I just like. I don't know. I I started it the other day, like the episode one, and I saw it, and I'm like, I forgot that these are like a full episode. So it was like 50 minutes or whatever, and I'm like, I just don't feel like chunking that out right now. I kind of you don't love Star Wars. It's fine. It's fine. Mm -hmm. man. I said you don't love Star Wars. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. A fake fan. At least. <laughs> you're just a Wikipedia fan. Don't you Wars dare. Fan. <laughs> How fucking dare you. <laughs> if then you were just waiting for them to adapt Luke. And then, yeah, yeah I'll, <laughs> I'll come back when we get the, uh, the Force-sensitive droid that Sudoku's himself uh, to save the the universe. I think he showed up. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Fuck's sake! <laughs> yeah, I think he, I think he showed I'm, up in an episode. I don't know. I'm 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 very excited. I need to catch up. Actually. Um, I'm I'm excited for the Star like, Wars comic stuff yeah. that's being done, and there's also, uh, I think they just started pretty recently. There's Horizon Zero Dawn comics, like I think they're just gonna be a short little series, but there's still oh. there's gonna be like several issues or like ten or something. That I don't really care about because the only character I like in that game, really, is Aloy, and I just want to play the video game as her. I don't need. Oh, that's I fine. I, I just like the world. That that's world fair. is so interesting to me. And we, it's you fair. know, we get a, a large chunk of it, but... Um, yeah. I'm there. I want more, like, story that matters. And, like, oh, yeah, the com yeah. The comic's just not going to be that. I mean, I'm, I'm reading the comic for that moment when someone's like, man, look at this tool I'm using, and it's like a shelled-out empty Coke can. Like, oh, it's Coca-Cola. It's from the old one or something. Um, wow. How did we did turn Horizon Zero Dawn into Ready Player One? Oh. Uh, well, I didn't. We don't have to do that. I don't I don't need that. But, uh, 
Yeah, so there's there's Star Wars comics, there's Horizon comics, and there might, like, I, I think I'm going to check out more of the X-Men stuff if it's not, like, already at a point that's absurd to keep up with. I never know how much of that shit is, like, pick and choose, you know? You have to read, you have to read all of it. Nah, I don't, I don't know. Pretty I mean, sure there I can... are Hilda comics. You care about that show? There's what? Hilda comics. Oh, I don't. I don't care about the graphic about? novels or anything. Wow. Look at this guy. It's just and not things he it's cares not... about. Things he doesn't care about. I mean, there's also How to Train Your Dragon books. I'm not gonna read those. Well, I mean, those are those have literally nothing to do with those movies. Those are like <laughs> those are books for infants yeah um no the hilda the hilda stuff like i really like that show but it's it's one of those things like the uh i think that it, it for me the the music is a big part of it and some of the hmm. just having that in a more like cinematic form even though it's animated fair enough yeah I mean, there was also the 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 uh, the short comic book that came with the uh, that CD I ordered. It's it exists. It's a it's a thing you can hold in your hand. Not nice. great. <laughs> it's interesting. <laughs> it kind of. I think it it would be there would be better it's just a bad album like because as i mentioned they do stories and like full stories for their albums and it's just such a generically shitty story like it's just a mm. like their first album was about uh people humans living on mars in the year 2084 who are going extinct because of like machines and their own hubris and war and nuclear bombs and they send a message back to the medieval ages and a blind seer gets the message and has to convince king arthur's court of like what he saw in this shit and merlin starts fighting him because he's a jealous bitch like put that in a comic instead we got a stupid romance story lame maybe it was a good romance story If it like it was fine, okay. Oh, so I don't know if you if you picked up on it in the the comic, but one okay. of the things about the post that becomes more explicit is that um, Wolverine, Cyclops, and Jean Grey are definitely in a threesome. <laughs> uh, they're, they're like there's like a one panel of them all dancing together in this. But, like, that it becomes more explicit. And, like, the map of, like, the the X-Mansion in one of the issues to come, like, just shows that they all have a bed in the same room. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty great. And there's, like, also, like, I was looking for, I knew it was a thing. So there's, like, a, there's like a note about it in one of the, the like, the text parts. Mm. About going through stuff. 
instead of like this dumb love triangle. What if they just all fucked? Problem yeah. solved. <laughs> Building a brighter future, free of dumb drama that ever it sucks. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh... <laughs> Look, you want him, and he wants me, and I want both of you. <laughs> so what if? Yeah. I mean, look, part of the problem is just that, like, I don't know. So much of the, the writing around that just made Wolverine a weird, creepy incel, basically. <laughs> and Wolverine <laughs> is too popular a character to, like, keep that, go back to that. I, that was a problem. <laughs> yeah. Uh, fucking X-Men cartoon meme of Wolverine petting a photograph. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, House of X and Powers of X are good, but I still am kind of partial to like the ideas of... Particularly when Brian Michael Bendis, who's the creator of Miles, when he took over the book his his idea for the story was that the present x-men have become the the dystopian future so the the beast tank mccoy brings back the original x-men from the past to the future as like an inversion of that trope where your main characters visit the dark future that's all fucked up Mm-hmm. And then they get stuck in the future, and they can't go back. <laughs> like they try nice. to send them back to the past, and it doesn't work, so then they're stuck <laughs> there. And I like that. So then there are like two Cyclopses. There's new Cyclops, who's like basically become Magneto in terms of being radicalized. And then there's old, boring Cyclops who now sees this other Cyclops and. Pretty upset about what he's become because mm-hmm. he's like, You're fucking everything I hate. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, I like that. I like that conceit stuff. I actually made me think of a, another question. Honestly, I just I liked the version of Cyclops that was built around then. Like, they they did good work in turning Cyclops into an actual character, and this feels more like he's reset to boring Cyclops. Sure. It's just that, like, everything... Like, the whole... Like, everyone else has caught up. Like, there's... People were... There was, like... It, before, it was, like, a schism where, like, Cyclops' faction was over here and Wolverine's faction was just trying to run a school... And now it kind of feels like everyone's caught up to Cyclops, except they've given they've put all that heat onto Charles Xavier being the head again. Mm-hmm. Which I'm not. I don't know. I'm less into Charles Xavier being the the focus than I was. Cy- like Cyclops coming into his own and like that character getting his shine. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce it. Is Krakoa? 
Krakoa, yeah. Krakoa is that like a what? What's up with that? Is it a mutant? It's a, it's it's an island that is it's a living island that is also a mutant. Yes, it's okay. from giant sized X Men number one. Like it goes it goes back to the start of the the Claremont as yeah. early as X Men comics are that people actually care about. Krakoa <laughs> goes back to okay. classic. I mean, I, I figured, but like, um, yeah, like again, that era that I liked about uh, they opened the Wolverine opens a school, a new school, and like the school grounds are built on Krakoa. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, uh, so that idea is kind of they've done stuff with that already I, too. What's its? But the the is, portal is stuff an, is new. Is there an origin? To it, because like the mutant gene is like you know it's like Homo sapiens superior or whatever. So like, was this a dude at some point, or is it just no. like mythical mutant heaven kind of? Except not heaven, but you know Eden. As I they mean, they give it. more of an origin than it's ever had before in this, where it was like, okay, was, there was like some even older island that got cut in half, mm-hmm. and half of it is locked away. Forget the like Akroa, yeah, Acro Acroas or Acroa or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's more of it's just a, you know a big living island, it's a monster, that, yeah. That's also a mutant. Yeah, I mean at least they gave it a place on the council. That'd be shitty if they didn't. It's true. Oh, and what about uh? What about Apocalypse? Apocalypse? Yeah. So, I, I guess, I, I, more specifically, um, it, it seemed like, of course, I like coming in fresh to this, when, when Moira meets uh, Charles, Xavier, Charles Xavier, Xavier mm-hmm. um, and he's like, like, it's at a point before mutants are really, like, out in the open. But I assume, yeah. like, do people still know about them then? It's just, like, they're kind of... Are they actually hidden? Or is it, like... They're actually... People don't know about mutants. Okay. Like, they, there have been superheroes, but people don't know about mutants. Mm-hmm. And I guess I was and like of... Charles Xavier, because I, th- I think when it starts, it's like Charles Xavier introduces himself as the first mutant. Yeah. But then like they decide to other people were there were other mutants before him, like Apocalypse was living back in ancient Egypt. And, yeah. yeah. Uh, Namor, Namor was a mutant and he was fighting in World War Two with Captain America. So. Okay. So he, hmm. yeah. And, you know, Krakoa is older than all of them. <laughs> well, yeah. I guess that's just, like, I didn't I didn't know the timeline of, like, when, I guess, if it, if it, like, mutants had truly always been there or if their numbers were, like, upticking or, or what. Well, so one of the other names for mutants is Children of the Atom. And it's, like mutants become more of a thing after the atom bomb ah it's kind of the the the, like loose idea Mm -hmm. 
Interesting. Yeah, all right. Like, like they're originally created more as like a metaphor about um, racism against uh, Jews because they were created by Jewish writer and artist. Hmm. So they're like able, to, but so it's like they're able to pass in society as just generic white people, but secretly they're yeah hated and feared. Okay. I mean, that's sort of then, like... And then the, Cla- a... the Claremont stuff makes them, like, a more diverse, like, people from all over the world. It's like the, the initial play on that on that giant-sized X-Men setup. All over gotcha. the world, like Canada. <laughs> Wolverine is from. <laughs> Hell yeah. And then, like, there's, like, a... they've, And then they moved into being more of, like, used as a metaphor for being gay. But... Yeah, yeah. That's... that's like, like, X-Men as metaphor, I think, is only works in a particular moment. Because if you push it too far, it's... It's not... It, it doesn't fit. Like, it's not the same as... Sh- being gay doesn't mean you're shooting lasers out of your eyes to murder people. <laughs> like yeah it's not like the x-men are actually dangerous like wolverine has knife hands that's not the same as well yeah whatever you're it's... you're you're mapping it to so it's more interesting if you're if you're not doing that <laughs> like yeah. you have to use them within the context of the world they inhabit is it works better yeah. than I mean, it would be too hard on that stuff. But I also don't yeah. love it when there's there's X Men stories where they just throw them into space, and that stuff I also don't love. Like I like there's like a balance, but it I like it when it exists within the context of the Marvel universe as a thing, mm-hmm. and like actually thinks about them as they exist, rather than trying to map them onto something else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean discrimination against mutants like it's not great but also like i don't know if someone who's technically the same as you just made like 200 people spontaneously combust at a preschool the other day like kind of makes sense Mm -hmm. also if somebody calls you a name you can make all the iron in their blood rip out their neck yeah no it's it's worth <laughs> thinking about it's also worth thinking like that they exist in a world where the government made giant robots that exist only to murder them like you know, yeah it's all it all <laughs> there's also ways in which <laughs> the world in which they live is fucking awful <laughs> so yeah in extra ways too so murder bots you know you just gotta deal with the things exist like honestly one of my favorite x-men settings was when fucking marvel universe decided that the person that should be running like the shield was fucking norman osborne the green goblin (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> so, so you had like the figure of American military is like actually just completely fucking a supervillain. So that was good context for X Men stories where you need the government to be bad, as opposed to like if Iron Man is running the government. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which was how it how it was before. So he was basically running Shield. Are they going to bring? I, I, to my knowledge, they haven't done this yet. But like, are they going to kind of bring like X Men and Marvel stuff together in the cinematic universe now? Yeah, they haven't announced anything yet. Like, partly because the the sale was like it was a big thing of Disney acquiring Fox. So I don't know how much of that had to go through or not. But like, the presumption is yes, the X Men are going to be brought into the Marvel Universe at some point. Like, that's going to be a, a big thing when it happens, but... They have to be able to put out movies again first, so. <laughs> Yeah. Well... Like, we've been sitting on Black Widow for, like, a year without it being released. Although the last movie they put out was an X-Men movie. It was, like, one of the last things Fox had made before the getting acquired the new mutants movie which is apparently terrible mm. i haven't watched it yet well that'll be that'll be super fucking fun i'm excited to enjoying and i'm excited at the pro about the prospect of enjoying an x-men movie only to have it actually just be about tony stark the entire time somehow that'll be cool hell yeah i mean at God. least he died Okay, but then they just made the whole movie about him being dead. Yeah, Hell okay, yeah. Spider-Man 2. <laughs> God. Spider-Man Far From Home? Spider-Man 2 is an entirely different movie. You know what I meant. <laughs> it's not even the first Spider-Man. It's not even... I mean, it's technically it's like the third Spider-Man 2. Yeah. Because there was Amazing Spider-Man 2. Which was also terrible. Look, I just... Especially, just especially terrible. Especially, I think, is the word I want. At least we still have Spider-Verse. Spider-Verse is great. Spider-Verse is very good. Better than all those Marvel movies. I mean, not hard to do. <laughs> Innovate a Apparently. Bit. I mean, I've seen all those DC movies. Or most of them. So. Those are all fucking way worse than the Marvel movies. What exactly makes them worse? I know that everybody considers them worse. I know, like, some stuff has been a, a flop for various reasons. But, like. What if they're, like, just instead of being fun, they were miserable? Oh, so they're too realistic. I see. Like, people, what if you made a Superman movie about how you shouldn't be Superman? Didn't people really like Wonder Woman, though? People liked Wonder Woman. I didn't. <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah. Why? Oh, well, I mean... It, I didn't like the story. I didn't like the action. The villain is really fucking stupid. Gal Gadot yeah. is fucking great, but 
like she was great in that fucking terrible Batman vs Superman movie that hinges yeah. on Batman and Superman's mom having the same name. And, like, there, the context was, like, everything else around Gal Gadot was so fucking awful that it really, she just shone so much brighter. <laughs> and yeah. just fucking having fun. Like, in a, in a movie that had no joy, she was a just, like, pure joy, and it was really great. And then Wonder Woman was kind of just whatever to me. Like, I didn't, I didn't find the romance in it charming. I found all the World War One stuff baffling because Wonder Woman's a World War Two character, and I don't know why they made it fake Nazis instead of one of these weird choices. Yeah, because they yeah. still it's like uh like these people get gassed. It's still like it's just weird. Yeah. Um. Okay. But like mostly, like I just didn't like the action, and the villain sucked. If you wanna, villain was kind of lame. He had a good mustache though. Whatever. Look, that's all I. I mean, it was incredibly generic, and I watched it. I mean, I liked. So yeah, I mean, I liked the the dumb butchered Justice League movie better than I liked Wonder Woman, just because it was dumb. It wasn't I mean, that great, is, uh, but it was at least fucking ridiculous. It didn't like, I don't know, eh, it didn't like, <laughs> it wasn't like exploiting 9-11 imagery the way Man of Steel did. It was just Oof. dumb superhero stuff, so. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, it sounds like how I feel. Uh, uh, me and Anya watched uh, uh, Princess Switch 2 switched again last night mm. not great but the knowledge that there is now a princess switch 3 in the works uh-huh. I, I I have hope I have hope that the, the Vanessa Hudgens verse is coming together one day one day she even said the she's like there's confirmed that there's not going to be a, a fourth Hudgens character, but that if there were, she would want it to be Scottish. She wants to do the accent. I'm like, that's fine. That fits. We can do that. Whatever you guys, whatever characters you want to bring to the table. We need her to start crossing over with other movies she's been in, though. We need this yeah, yeah. cross promotional stuff. You got to build up. You got to build up. It's true, it's true. That's what that's the mistake DC has made is they never found a footing of a good footing on which to build. Did did people like obviously like the people making the movies or like people at people at Marvel or Disney or whoever the fuck had it at the time um had this plan for their their cinematic universe, but I did like the general public know exactly what was going on at first. Cause I know like Iron Man had that, that Captain America, like shield reference. Like he's just has the shield using it as like a, that's just a an coaster. Easter egg. It's not till the, the Hulk has a stinger, which is the, the incredible Hulk starring Edward Norton. 
as a stinger about the Avengers project at the end, which is like when it became clear they were building to specifically the the Avenger, the first Avengers movie. Like Captain America and Thor are specifically movies building towards that movie. Okay. But that's but- that's more when it and like uh, and Iron Man 2 has this whole fucking subplot about why he's not going to be in the Avengers, and it's infuriating. Yeah, yeah. That I remember. But uh, So with Iron Man, it was just like there was kind of nothing yet? Yeah, no. That that was like shot in the dark. Like they were taking a risk on Robert Downey Jr. even. Mm. Like, Like they had no idea that would become such a big hit. Yeah. Okay. That was just I mean, them making a movie about a character they still had the rights to. <laughs> yeah. As much I as mean, it was anything. Kind of makes sense why it's the best one. Anyway. Uh, I mean, it's not the best one, though, dude. Well, if you can't go on homecoming spider-man spider-man yeah for me i got the it would be it would be but it has too much avengers bullshit in it for me i want stand he lifts stuff he lifts he lifts the hammer he lifts the hammer or he lifts the heavy thing that's on his back it's like the most yeah, yeah, yeah. thing about any Spider-Man story is he's like, <laughs> this thing's heavy and I can't lift it. And then I think he thinks about his loved ones and then he lifts it. <laughs> that's the Spider-Man story. If this be my destiny. I mean, the new Spider-Man story is going forward. He There's going to be a heavy thing. He can't lift it. He thinks about Tony Stark and then he lifts it. I don't like that. <laughs> None of that stuff, but I don't. Uh, it's fine. He's a legacy hero. In the movie yeah. continuity, it f- makes sense. It's, I just want to see him doing Spider-Man things, you know. Sure. I want to see him like. I for I forget. I remember at the end of. of which one is the second one? <laughs> is it Far From Home? Far From Home. Fuckers put home in both of the titles. Ridiculous. Yeah. Um, it's the theme. It's terrible. <laughs> Spider-Man Homeward Bound. Um, anyway. Uh, I know at the end, uh, what's his name, like, set up a thing. So, like, revealing, revealing Spider-Man's identity. And, like, at that point, like, or no, no, he like frames him, right? He, he frames him as like... having. He reveals his identity, and then he also like frames him. He as also having frames killed... him for his his murder. Yeah, the serial frames yeah. Peter for his own murder. I mean, I don't know why that'd be. A... It seems like something that could be immediately disproven because like other people who were part of the Avengers team were on board with it. Like, what's his name? Eh. But that, well, it was Nick Fury, but that wasn't actually Nick Fury. That was a Skrull. A what? 
It was a scroll. It was a shape-shifting alien. I, when the fuck did we learn that? I think it's in the cred, like the stinger, at the after the credits, like the next stinger. I thought there was just the. Uh... Or we learned it in Captain Marvel. I don't. I don't fucking know. Probably Captain Marvel then. I think the 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 thing in the credits of of Far From Home was like the, what's his name? I, I, I for the life of me I'm, I can never pronounce the J J Jonah Jonah J. I think that's but I don't I think that there's like a that's like pre credits stinger and then I think there's a post credits stinger that reveals the oh. scroll thing and then shows like Nick Fury in a scroll spaceship. Whoever decided that whoever decided that the theme of those films like as a whole was going to be putting something all the way after the credits like that's terrible this is fucking dumb i actually hate it and i especially hate it because it branched out enough that now every single time i watch a film it could be the latest the latest uh, jennifer garner rom-com and i'm like is there anything after the credits gotta check because you never you never know who's gonna who's gonna do it I think most everyone else got the message that to stop doing it because movie theaters hated it. Um, yeah, that makes sense. That's like what an extra hour, hour, an entire hour on the end of your film. I don't know. You're not watching those movies in theaters. I don't know why you care. Um, because I saw some of them in theaters. But you don't have to care about... You don't really have to care about the post-credits. It's fine. I have to care about them when I'm with a group of people who care about them. Nah, man. That's (laughs) when you get to go to... You get to go to the bathroom. (laughs) Guys, I'll... I'll be right back. I'll try to make it in time for the... For the end credit scene. Uh, I got... I got to go to the bathroom. Just app, just leave. People are like, where the hell did you go? Like, oh, sorry, I, I met my by the bathroom at my house. <laughs> I mean, you can just wait for people outside. It's fun. Uh, it's so long. Also, you're never gonna see a movie in a theater again. So, what's the problem? <laughs> I want to try to see uh, uh, Godzilla vs Kong. All those movies are coming to HBO Max. Yeah. Yeah. It's whatever. Uh, I mean, it's not whatever. It's a big, annoying way of the world. But yeah, um... You said you had an idea for doing Venom and Immortal Hulk at some point? Oh, I was just going to say, like, since I haven't checked those out, and I also have not seen either of those movies, I could just do a movie movie and do the comics up a little bit. I don't know. So what Hulk movie were you going to watch? The good one? <laughs> I don't know if there's a good one. I haven't, heard, isn't, like, I haven't heard jack shit about any of the Hulk movies, so either the best one or the worst one. So, like, 
The fur the Ang Lee one that's not part of Marvel continuity, technically, I think. Um probably has some better moments. But it's also a more uneven movie. Hmm. But like the the Ed Norton one also is just kind of like a nothing of a movie. <laughs> yeah. Like he he fights another big green dude in Toronto at the end. <laughs> like, <laughs> but it is I think it is sh- a way a lot shorter. I'm trying to if I look at the length. <laughs> honestly, I'd... like the most important Hulk movie is honestly the first Avengers movie. Because, like, the, the secret actual plot of that movie is it's just, can the Avengers talk the Hulk into fighting for them? Because he's so much fucking more powerful than than Loki. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just watch the an episode of the TV show. I mean, which whichever. I have, I really don't. The most I care about the Hulk is in that uh, that thing I've mentioned however many times where it's like he's the last thing left on the planet, essentially. And he can't die. Mm-hmm. Um, like, that's the... any Anything kind of in that realm I wouldn't care about, but otherwise I don't yeah. really give a so shit. The first one is 138 minutes. <sighs> that is not Godzilla time. And the second one is 112. <sighs> That's closer. Guess we're going with the second that one. That movie... Yeah, that movie did not feel that long, but apparently... Ish. And I mean, like, Venom I want to see, so... <laughs> that one, Venom is just dumb and fun. Also... Neither of the, none of those Hulk movies are going to be really like this, this Hulk comic. <laughs> Oh yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not expecting it to be, but just for symmetry. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, is the Venom comic? Uh, before I dive in, I'm just curious. Obviously, it will probably be obvious, but is he? A, is it? A, is he a villain or like a hero or anti-hero? Venom's an anti-hero. Okay. I've only ever encountered him in a villain context like he doesn't well, like that's not true because spider Gwen. but yeah he doesn't like like he hates spider-man but generally he just like wants he doesn't like bad people and he will murder them okay <laughs> he's yeah no so he's cool spider-man killing people <laughs> yeah uh yeah Alright. I mean, yeah, we'll we'll figure out those those deets. What exactly I'm watching for Hulk? Yeah, Incredible Hulk is probably the one to do. Okay. Just because that that first movie is just too fucking long. Yeah. <laughs> you shouldn't. <laughs> if it's not gonna be great, then it at least can yeah. be short. Short enough, but yeah, yeah. Okay, perfunctory. 
yeah, you can email us saltcirclepodcast at gmail.com. Find us at Salt Circle Pod on Twitter, Salt Circle Podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, various others. And I'm on Twitter at Comic Panels. I'm nowhere. I do another podcast, though. Pure 39. And recently bumped up for December doing two episodes a week is the plan. Wow. I mean, zero prep time makes for (laughs) easy. uh, You guys did a book club for your last... Okay, one a one prep episode a month though. <laughs> like, it's pretty easy. It's if we did, right. if we had no prep episodes, I could bump those out at any time. Just shooting the shit. True. But I like yeah, it. That's I, my my other podcast with Junkie. That's a zero <laughs> yeah, prep see? podcast. See, see, it's nice, and I like doing. I I like our. I like our prep stuff just because I'm, I I get introduced to to so much shit, and I get to yeah. introduce so much shit to you. <laughs> uh, Got yeah, I just I like I need to have a reason to do things, or I'm not gonna do them. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of putting it onus on myself to <laughs> see things or revisit things I want to think about. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's a nice, it's, it's a the, nice it's balance. So it feeds into the way in which I am broken as a person. <laughs> I mean, I, anyway. I just like the schedule of it, you know. Uh huh. Yeah. There's yeah. If only okay. I, I could do. If only a regular schedule were possible. If only. Yeah, that's actually the weirdest fucking thing for. Well, see, I've told you because uh, because Sill's in California. Like when you're farther away, it actually evens out somehow. It's fucking weird. I mean, you guys were talking about what times you go to sleep, and I'm like, okay, so if Ben was on his hours of sleep, but lived in the U.S., he would go to bed when I get home from work. <laughs> <laughs> We would literally never <laughs> be able to talk to each other. Oh, no. I mean, that is... <laughs> that was a thing that happened, like, uh, at least for a while. A good while there was, like, my just my schedule at all in Russia. Like, man, I was interacting with, like, Paul and you and everybody else so much more. Because, <laughs> like, everybody was living at night. Yep. Mm-hmm. But so it goes... So it's it all just goes. a all just a mess these days. But everything lives. 